Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last Go. You once wrote, there comes a time when all the cosmic tumblers have clicked into place and the universe opens itself up for a few seconds to show you what's possible. Oh my God. What? You're from the 60s. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. That is from Field of Dreams. That's correct. Mm. Yes, that's that right. is, uh, what's his name? Uh, James Earl Jones. And, and, the, and what's his Kevin name? Cox. Kevin Cox. Yeah. Only one of them have I ever met. Really? Which one? Kevin Cox. Kevin Cox. Kevin Cox. Yeah. He knew my name, too. I met James Earl Jones at uh, Channel 2. Really? Yes. Did you say hi, James Earl Jones? Real nice guy, very friendly, warm and friendly. And he's, people will come. I, I know the voice is big; it's huge. Yeah, he did. He used to do porn uh, movie trailers. Really? Yeah, people will come, Ray. Oh, oh, <laughs> um, James Earl Jones has the voice of God, really. You know, sort of, so, so to speak. I told you the story about Kevin Costner. Go the distance. Fenway. He goes, "Hi, Mike." Is this '99 All Star Game? No, it was. A, it was. A, and I go, "What? How does he know my name?" So I said, hi, bub. I couldn't think of his name hi, fast bub. enough. Yeah, uh, anyway, he's done a lot of movies. I li- you know, the, my favorite movie that he was in was Robin Hood. No, Why? I'm just Why really? Yeah, I'm kidding. I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> Prince of Tides. I loved his sequel to Dances with Wolves, Dances with Pigs. I thought when he went oh, out with fat Christ. chicks. <sighs> Welcome to the thing. You know the you thing. Okay? July 26, 2022 episode. Oh. The Planet Mikey Podcast. Bill Smith, president of the uh, Pelham Island Studios. That's where everyone should record their next album yeah. or their next podcast. Yeah. I know I will. <laughs> Sudbury, Massachusetts. It's a. It, this is an epic place. So many famous bands have recorded here. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you've had everybody in here. If the walls could talk. You had the Trogs in here. Yeah, right? they, they did Wild Thing. They recorded Wild Thing right here. In this studio, remember? Yeah. And you had to have them change the lyrics because they were all they had dirty lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Remember their lyrics, the original before you got at them? Are you gonna? Do you have them right there? Uh, yeah, well, I can remember them. Wild it was what? Wild Hag, you make my bag sag. That's the one. Yeah, we had to change that. Remember that? Yeah. It's a good decision. <laughs> it was a hit. Yeah, they were they, gonna call they, that bag they, sag. They, they followed it up with "Love Is All Around," yeah. which is soft. Feel it in my fingers. Ben Kitchen to my left. Uh, he's president also, not of uh, any studio per se. President of a Ben is president of no one knows this of a small country oh. in Eastern Europe called yes. Fakfasia. Oh, Fakfasia! I usually don't tell people, but where thankfully inflation has been maintained at a very low rate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Good job, Ben. Thank you. The treasury you. of the of Fakfasia. Uh, which Ben is the president has a total value of six thousand dollars. Wow, Good we're doing well. Yeah. So us Luxembourg, they're going to spend Estonia. half of that on Fakfasia tourism ads that they're going to run on this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, we're uh, we're uh, sponsored by the uh, the great uh, My Grandma's Coffee Cake Company. Mm-hmm. Remember MyGrandma.com or just call one eight hundred eight Grandma. For the greatest coffee cake in the world and a worthwhile gift to send to anybody you care about. Also sponsored by my good friend, Mike Stacy, MikeStacyGolf.com. From the uh, illustrious 
uh, what's it called? Shining Rock Golf Course. Right now, you know, it's so close to my house. I don't even know. Have to know the name. I just I can walk there. I can literally walk. It's beautiful here. This is beautiful. I prefer to get picked up though. Uh, MikeStacyGolf.com for uh, golf lessons, golf clinics, golf camps, uh, golf clubs. Were you there this morning? <laughs> no, no. I'm going tomorrow morning, though. I'm going to try to sneak in on another foursome. I don't, you know, sometimes you get there and there's, there's like three of them going on. I say, okay, you mind if I join up with you? And they go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 15 bucks if you let me ride in your cart. And they say, okay. Uh, anyway. Um, okay, go ahead. I got so much to cover here today. This what is, is it? You wouldn't believe how much thought I've had in my last week since we last got together. Was it the heat? The thoughts just go rippling through my mind. You usually only have about three or four a week. Right. How many do you have this time? 15, 20. Oh, my God. Are you okay? Yeah. I, I feel good. I feel like I could write a book or a, maybe a pamphlet anyway, for sure. But it would be a damn interesting pamphlet. What would uh, it be on? I was I was wondering about this this YouTube thing we do here with the camera. Is, can you find a more flattering angle? Not this time, not right now, but ne- for next week, something that makes me look a little better so that the chicks keep calling. I can't. Okay. You know, you're it, honest. We could always take some suggestions. People could uh, contact the Planet Mikey podcast. Well, let's go to Bill Smith now for an update on how just how people can contact the Planet Mikey podcast if they so desire. If you'd like to contact the Planet Mikey podcast with any comments, ideas, suggestions, or even some hate comments, that's okay. PlanetMikeyPodcast at gmail.com. Hate that's, is not okay, that's, Smitty. That's right. I'm sorry. PlanetMikeyPodcast at gmail.com or at Planet Mikey on Twitter. Yeah, at you can Mikey. also go outside his house and just yell. You could do that too. <laughs> you know, I just so you know, generally speaking, I'm so against hate. As a matter of fact, anybody that hates, yeah, I fucking hate them twice as much. You know why? Because they're assholes. We don't need hate in this world. I mean, there's no room for hate. So if you're out there hating, get. I hope you die. Wow. <laughs> All right. Good job, Mike. See, the, the irony of that whole thing is, you know, I'm hating while I'm... While I'm, I'm oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's really it's kind of humorous. I was wondering, so, where is he going with this? Yeah. It's uh, what I like to call dark humor. Yeah. <laughs> dark. Uh, you never notice how people from Boston, they don't say stop, they say stop. That's right. We got the oh thing. Stop it. Up. Yeah. Yeah, the mothers. The kids doing something annoying, and they don't say stop. They, they go, stop it. Stop it. A guy named Scott would be Scott. Scott. <laughs> go tell Scott to stop it. Um, i got to go on my list here. Hold on. i gotta, I got to go by the list, because otherwise things get left out, and Mike i, I check his backtrack like a dipwad of the highest order. Dipwad. Dip, wow. I haven't heard that in yeah. a long time. Dipwad. You're such a dipwad. You don't remember that? No. Never heard that one ever. So Jim Hackett, you know the sales rep? Oh, yeah. From EEI? Yeah. He tweeted out, and I had to answer it. He tweeted out, you know, and you know, Poppy with the Hall of Fame, right? He's great. We all love Poppy. Yep. You know, everybody loves Poppy. Uh-oh. And he's provided so much happiness. Jim give you an opinion? He did. Uh-oh. Well, he put on he put on Twitter and he said, you know, all with due respect to Ted Williams. Sorry, Ted, but Poppy's the greatest Red Sox that ever lived. And, you know, and he's, so he tries to give a little explanation why. 
because of his clutch hitting or whatever, and the world what he did in the World Series and all that stuff. That's pretty impressive. It, of course it is. Yeah. And Poppy is great. And I and I, I tweet him back second greatest. Because Ted Williams is still the greatest Red Sox player of all time. He said, Oh, I disagree, you know, can you come back at me, you know, oh no. So I, I put up some stats for him. You know, the the Ted Williams from you know, eighteen time All Stars. Uh, 18 times on the All-Star team. He missed five years due to world wars and Korean War and all that stuff. So five years in his prime. So he was an American war hero, yes. And he he acknowledges all that stuff. But you got to just take the basic numbers because Ted only got one chance to be in a World Series and he had had broken his elbow. It's not fair. He had one World Series and he didn't do well against St. Louis Cardinals in 1946 because he had... Busted up left end, and he's a left-handed hitter. It was a terrible thing that happened to him, and, and he really was wasn't his fault. The Red Sox sucked and didn't get into the World Series for the rest of his 22-year career. Do you think Jim's opinion is based on a lovability factor? I don't know, but that's not what, when you say greatest player. You don't say Ty Cobb wasn't great because he is hateable. He, of course, he was great, but Ted Williams was a. Uh, you know what on-base percentage is, right? right? That's the amount of times you come up to the plate and the percentage of times you actually get on base. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's a very important baseball stat, OBP. The all-time champion of Major League Baseball in the history of the game in OBP on-base percentage is Ted Williams. He reached base 48.2% of the time he stepped up to the plate. It's unheard of. Now, Poppy... Pretty good on base percentage, 380, but it's not, that's not 482. Mm. That's 380. So you got to say, okay, so Ted wins that category, right? Slugging percentage, that's total bases divided by at-bats. Ted slugged 634, Poppy slugged 552. Now, as great as Poppy was, he's, uh, he's almost 100 points behind in slugging of Ted Williams, mm. right? Ted Williams hit 521 home runs. Poppy hit 541. But Ted missed five years of his prime. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to hit 150 home runs in those five years for sure, 30 a year. So that would have put him at 651. More than that. 671. No, he, he would have hit. I, I did the math one time. He would have hit over <coughs> just over 700. Yeah. I, it's Ted Williams, who many people acknowledge the greatest hitter of all time. So I don't know. And Jim Hackett, you know, he was a great salesman, but. I think he. I don't know if he knows baseball quite enough for this for this show. <laughs> so when you're having these type of discussions, because it inevitably comes down to World Series, right? And then we're like, well, th- Big Poppy, three World Series, right? Right? Yeah. Normally, it's going to come down to that. But so you obviously have to account for time. The fact that Ted did not play in an era where there was even an ALCS, let alone an no ALDS, playoffs except the World Series, let alone a wild card. And it was the Yankees game. every year. So. David Ortiz, but if you put those Red Sox teams back in those rules where mm-hmm. only one team comes out of each league, there's no playoff, right. you just go right into the World Series, Ortiz would have made the World Series three times. Made the World Series three times. If you take Ted and give him all those second-place finishes, where right. the, he would have made every the year. playoff yeah. six times. Right. So you have to kind of factor that in when you're having this well, conversation because the rules are so different that if you're going to bring a tipping point in like one World Series, you have to account for that. Plus, the world, when you talk about some player's statistical greatness or his ability to be better than other players, you have you can't just say, oh, in the World Series. Because I don't always Kurt Bavakwa would be in the conversation. You know, somebody who excelled in the World Series but not during the regular season. Ted Williams hit 344 lifetime. Last man to hit 400. 
You know, I mean, it's Ted Williams. He had a home run in his last at bat. I'm thinking maybe we should get Jim Hackett on the phone for the next podcast and we can uh, have it out. No, have him come in here. Have him bring Mutt. Speaking of Mutt, <laughs> can I tell you something about Mutt? Uh-oh. Mutt did the play-by-play. I didn't hear one, one iota of it. But uh, of the game? What's her night? name? Uh, Mego? Mego, yeah. Yeah. She tweeted, oh, Mutt's crushing it as the play-by-play guy. Because they, 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 when, when uh, Poppy was going into the uh, Hall of Fame, all the guys were gone. Castiglione and all those guys, they, they weren't around to do the game. So they had to go get whoever. And they got Mutt. And, of course, he sucked. I didn't hear it, but, of oh, course, he no. sucked because he sucks. You didn't hear it. Oh, sorry. I know, but, he, he, but he sucks anyway. So. Oh, you oh, didn't hear it. Nah, he, come on. There's no if place for hate he, on this show, Mike. If he, <laughs> no place. If he if he nice sucks on back, if he Bill. sucks Thank on his you. shitty show, he's gonna suck on that Red Sox broadcast too. Of course he. Is. Oh, God. And the other guy that does it, who sounds like a funeral parlor director. What's his name? Here, hold on. We'll go to the park. What's the guy's name? We're going to the park. But the guy that does the Will Fleming. Let's hear. It. Let's hear. It. Here's a ground ball to shortstop. Nice play made by the shortstop and picks it up, throws it across the diamond for out number two. He's got he's got this like. <laughs> It's not a baseball thing. You know, baseball guys are supposed to talk like this. You're supposed to say, ground is short, picks it up, throw it two down. You just, you know, people know the game. This guy is like he's teaching a, uh, a third grade class how to, I, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah, what's yeah. his name, Will? Will, he may come here and kick your ass. He's six seven. I Good. understand. Yeah. But just because you're tall. That. I know. Just because you're tall doesn't mean you can do saying that listenable play. that great voice, you know, Mike, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to judge voice. via Google image search but he, he, if he should, can kick I, your ass or not. He should be running the, the funeral home. I'm, I'm really <laughs> sorry about what happened to your Uncle Nedley. Oh. Oh, no. That's him there? Oh, Will. Oh, he, you know, I don't care how tall he is. He, that guy won't kick my ass. Will's a good guy. I'm sure he is. Oh, he's a great guy. I'm not saying he's not. <laughs> I'm saying I don't like listening to him. <laughs> I, I got my money on Will in that fight. <laughs> okay, he's 6'7". You know what? I, the bigger they are, the harder they fall there, Benny. Oh, jeez. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, Will. Well, you just go in low. Again. You go in low. Take them down. <laughs> Plant your elbow in their gizzard. All right, so anyway, and enough about Mutt and uh, and they sure see the good. The good thing is the other guy, Will Fleming, is probably a really good guy, which offsets Mutt's asshole rollersnish. Oh God, jeez! Somehow you guys can't handle this. Oh, God, no, right. we're just embracing the no hate policy, That's and right. now we now we're confused. We feel conflicted. I'll tell you when it's okay to hate somebody. Planet okay. Mikey Podcast <laughs> at Gmail dot com. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole, I got a list of my along of people I could hate, but I'm too happy. Oh God! In fact, you know the big they called him Big Poppy. That they called me Big Big Happy. Uh, I was one of the seven dwarfs, <laughs> or is it dwarves? Dwarves. Uh, that's correct. Because kids always say seven dwarfs with an F. Well, I don't know if you know this. Kids are dumb. That's oh, until <laughs> they get older. Um. Oh, you know who I hate. What? Who? Oh, oh, Jeez, come on. on. You hate someone? I, mean, oh, I thought geez. we were over a politician. That. Oh, <laughs> All right, go ahead. She's just nasty. Her, Corey Bush, you know who she is? Oh, no. yes. Who's she's that? part of the squad. Yeah, she's, she's a, a, such a turd. She's the one that spent like $800,000 on personal security just because oh. she felt like it. Listen to her latest quote. They asked Corey Bush about Joe Biden, you know, and his age and... Is she, is she one of the people who doesn't want him running again for president? Yeah. Here's her quote answer. Ready? I don't want to answer that question because we've not, that's not, yeah, I don't want to answer that question, she said. Uh, I mean, he's the president. He has the right to run for a second term, absolutely. But I don't want to, 
I'd rather you not ask that question. Coward. <laughs> what a she puss. might as well have said, no, he sucks. He yeah. should, you know, it, that's the equivalent of a bad ref, uh, reference. That's correct. Uh, speaking of stinky things that smell, uh, have you seen the Lume commercial? Lume, what's that? Well, it's probably my favorite commercial. Mm. Uh, it's a, and it's a little bit long. Oh? Yeah. That's what she said last night. Come on, man. It's a little bit long, but this is a, an actual commercial for a, uh, a, a deodorant for your private parts. Let's listen to this uh, carefully here. Just take a pea-sized amount and apply it like a lotion to your privates. Then kiss your stinky butt goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> no one likes odor below the belt. Whether you're at the gym getting free samples of butt incense, at the office inhaling your own front fumes, or in bed oh. doing some stinky-wanky. No, not the Teletubby. Your privates go everywhere you go. So why isn't there a deodorant for privates? Now there is with Lumi, the only <coughs> natural deodorant you can safely use on your private parts. Lumi's clinically proven to eliminate odor all day. And if you're using your privates all day, good for you. Lumi's been proven to control odor for 72 hours. Lumi works by stopping odor at the source. Bacteria. Most crotch and butt smells come from bacteria on the skin, breaking down fluids and farting out odor. Farting Lumi out stops odors. Them from eating so they can't fart. Now now they're polite germs. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. Oh, I never. Goodness me. Lumi was created by an OBGYN to be totally safe and effective. It's made with gentle ingredients and only goes on the outside, not the inside. Stop putting things inside. And despite what the douchebags tell you, the outside is where the odor is anyway. Hey, those are mine. Douche you have bags. enough douchebags in your life, Cheryl. Lumi is natural and safe, <laughs> even for the most sensitive parts of the body, like the ones men can't find. Just take a pea-sized amount and apply it like lotion to your privates. Then kiss your stinky butt goodbye. Mwah. Goodbye. Ah! So if your junk smells so awful, you're bad at hide-and-seek, click the link below to try Lumi today. If wow. Did you stop it? Yeah. You stop why? Thanks, you don't love it. Pic you pictures well, no, because it was about oh, okay. all like the disclaimer no. shit. Oh, yeah, like, that's whatever. no good. Oh, that's that. no good. You know, is it impolite to give that uh, give Lumi, Lumi to a, a girl that you know? <laughs> Say, here, I got this for you. <laughs> I got your gift. I got you. No, not for any particular reason. I just got it for you. I saw an ad. Well, is it? You know? Let's play this out. Is it a coworker or a family member? Does it matter? Kind of. Now, the result won't matter. You get the same reaction. You know what? Let me tell you this. I was going to start a bar. This is, I'm speaking of private parts. I, yeah. I really had some money for a while. I was going to start a bar but called the G-Spot. Oh. I, I was afraid no one could find it, though, so I, I decided not to. But. Hold on. Hold on. That did not warrant the drum roll. Uh, who are you to decide? I'm the person sitting here. You're the, you're the president of Fukfasia. Yeah, exactly. We're not in Fukfasia. I still have diplomatic immunity. I had a friend in prep school who did have diplomatic immunity. His father was the... <laughs> listen to this. Gustavo was his name. and His father was the, uh, the Venezuelan UN ambassador. Wow. He was from Caracas. And he used to come back from spring break and any break in, in the school schedule with suitcases full of the most unbelievable weed. Because <laughs> he had diplomatic immunity. He'd, he'd bring back all his dirty clothes, dump them off at home, fill the thing with weed, and come back. And then he'd sell the weed, and he'd buy buy new clothes. <laughs> he was great. Gustav. Gustavo. Oh. Yeah. And he, he didn't know about American swearing when he first got here. And one of the teacher's wives was talking to him. So, are you going to go to Bridgeport University? He goes, oh, fuck no shit. He goes, uh, you know, he's like, <laughs> he just thought it was like saying, oh, gee. Yeah. You know, he'd say, oh, fuck shit. Oh, those were the days. 
All right. So did we talk about uh, Jim Hackett? Yeah, we did. Uh, he's okay. I mean, he, we, we're fr- we know each other. Jimmy's a good guy. But he's, he's a great dude. guy. I think we should like have him on the air. I think he would enjoy it. But he was the, wrong. Damn it, no, wrong. He would enjoy this, to his face. He would enjoy this debate. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll have him come in. Yes, but as long we, as he, Bill, will we enjoy this debate? Oh, God, yes. We'll watch because Hackett will kick Mikey's ass. <sighs> yep. So we did Lume, right? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yes. We did. we did Ted Williams? Yeah. Yes. Can I put this paper over here then? Yep. Yeah. Get it out of my way for yeah, God's done with that sake. Paper. Okay. I got one-liner jokes for you, a special feature. One-liner jokes? I want you guys to give them a number between one and ten. Ooh. One-liners right. are fast, 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 fast. I don't like... The longer the joke, the less funny and the smaller the payoff. Always. All right, we'll get to so the... ten goddamn... being good, one being bad. Right. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> By the way, I, I tweeted out a joke the other day. Will you get to the joke? I said the, the hardest part about having monkeypox is convincing your parents you work at a zoo. <laughs> That's a one-liner. I made that one up. I better put on my glasses for this. You folks at home, don't be disturbed. I wear glasses sometimes. Go ahead. Oh, look at you, Mike. Okay, one, number one. <laughs> I think the worst thing about driving a time machine will be your kids in the backseat moaning, Are we then yet? One. Every then. Give it, give it a four. Oh. You, he said one. Don't give me the... One. No, number one. It was number... Okay. Okay, number two. If you don't know what introspection is, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. No? Okay. How dare you? Suck. Joke number three. Crime in a multi... <laughs> Crime in a multi-story car park? That's wrong on so many different levels. All right, fine. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Did you write these or did no, you get it? Okay, 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 okay. Do these okay. look like I wrote them? Yeah, they do sound like you wrote them, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> As a kid, I was made to walk the plank. We couldn't afford a dog. All right, never mind. Uh, I, saw, I saw a documentary on how ships are kept together. It was riveting. <laughs> <laughs> These are dad-like jokes. Yeah. That's, that's a, the only thing that was funny about that was how much you enjoyed that. <laughs> I needed a password eight characters long, so I picked Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Dwarves. Uh, dwarves, yeah. All right. You want another password, Joe? I'm not the strong. I'm not very muscular, but the strongest thing about me is my password. Oh. See, huh? Huh? Now they're getting better, aren't they? <clears throat> One. One thing you never hear a Hindu say, well, you only live once. <laughs> my dad told me to invest my money in bonds, so I bought 100 copies of Goldfinger. <laughs> you, you, you guys oh. are not in a very funny mood. I said to my mom, what's, what's a couple? She said two or three, which probably explains why her marriage collapsed. <laughs> oh, hold on. <coughs> All right. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I'm running. I, I'm as I'm going through these. I'm I looking. Can tell you, you. I see the look on your face. Yeah, I'm looking for something funny on this page, and you know, it really kind of isn't. All right, here's one more. Okay, go ahead. Again, these are kind of people who have deeper thoughts, maybe than you guys. Mm. I don't think your thoughts are very deep. I think they're shallow. Okay. What are you trying to say? I think you guys are shallow. I mean, you're so shallow, you could play sea hunt in my mucus. 
All right, now listen. Seriously, here's the last one. I was watching a marathon. I saw one runner dressed as a chicken and another runner dressed as an egg. I thought, this could be interesting. Yeah. What is that? You know, thanks, Mike. What is that? That's crickets. Okay, so now, the bad news is, you know my friend Bill. <laughs> what was so mystifying about that? What is it? That's not crickets. Crickets are much more shrill than that. No, that was a lone cricket. Just one cricket. Just one? One, yeah. The Jiminy? All right, so now, you know how golf is played, right? We do. Bill, I went out with, Billy and I went to, uh, Billy was here. You remember last week, Billy was here. Yeah, we'll we go out to the to, course. we got to go out to the course here. We, we went to Tallwood, okay. uh, down in uh, Bolton, Connecticut. Describe your surroundings. Um... Ethereal. Perfect. I'd like ethereal, uh, maybe sugar pop <laughs> would be good. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, you knew that was I coming. I knew it. All right, so here's the thing. The 10th hole at, uh, at uh, Tallwood. Yep. Did I tell you that I did this? No. No, but you said you were, there, the record, you were there with Billy. The record. I broke my own record. Lost balls <laughs> on one hole. How many balls did you lose? I hit a ball into the woods. Left, so I hit a provisional, what's called a provisional. When you know it's deep in the woods, you say, oh, you hit another one, and then you play t- you stroke three, you, you know, you play that one. Okay. Second one goes in the woods <laughs> with the other one, kind of like to the left. So that's two lost balls. Technically, I'd be hitting my sixth stroke. <laughs> Do you get a second provisional? No. You, well, I went out there, and I dropped it. I dropped, took a drop because I didn't want to hit another one in the woods. So I, two lost balls already. Now I'm... There's a little tiny pond in front of the green. I got to hit over the little pond and get on the green. Simple shot. A little flip wedge, 60, 70 yards. Three straight balls, plop, 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 <laughs> into the water. Now, Billy goes, holy shit. He says, I, think, I don't think I've ever seen you lose five balls in one hole. I said, because it's impossible. It is impossible. And I did it. Plap, 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 plap. If you took my actual strokes, I'd be like lying 15 trying to putt. If, if I could have got it on the green. I, I was so pissed, I just walked away with the next hole. He <laughs> said, well, give me a 10. Were you feeling hate and rage at that oh. moment? I was tempted to walk over to that little pond and pee in it. Oh. But there were, there were girls on the next hole, and pff, I didn't want to scare them. You could bring some Lume for yourself. <laughs> How about that Lume stuff, though? It's like a... Must be pretty I've potent. I've ne- never heard a commercial like that no. in my whole life. That's great. Oh, you, you have to see it. You have to see yeah. it to believe it. Yeah. So lo- look for if you if you're listening at home, Google Google the Lume deodorant. L U M E with a little and a little accent on yeah. the E. Okay. Yeah, Lume or whatever. Lume. But it's the greatest ad, and the woman that does it, she does it with a straight face. It's wonderful. Mm. It's great. All right. So you guys said basically that none of those one-liners are any good. They were awful. No. Wasn't mine no. the first one, the best one about the monkeypox? I guess. Yeah. 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 Convince. Convincing your parents you work at a zoo. Mom and dad, I have monkey. You know, come on. Yeah. We got it. We got okay, it. I it know. was better than the rest. See, I got a long history with monkeys. I personally do. You're going to talk about Gilligan again? Uh, no. No, I'm not going to talk about Gilligan again because I, I think we've, we've beat that. That's be- it's like beating a dead monkey. Some people who are just tuning into this podcast for the first time have no idea who Gilligan is. We should let them know which episode you, well, you told that story. Oh God, yeah. Like and by the like way, thirteen. There's yeah. nobody uh, <laughs> except Ginger who's still alive on the Gilligan's Island cast. They're all dead. Yeah. 
the rest of them. Even Russell, uh, the, the guy who played this, the professor, he's dead too. Mm-hmm. I would have thought he would have lived longer, uh, you know, certainly than Jim Backus or uh, what's her name? Mrs. Howell. What was her name? Mrs. Howell. No, and in the show, what was her name? Oh, come on, I know Lovey. <laughs> Lovey. Uh, what was her name? Uh, she was an old, very old actress at that time. Anyway, but speaking of old TV series where someone died, I'm yep. really sad about this because nobody's watched Leave it to Beaver more than me. Not only did I watch it every when I was a kid, you know, in the 50s and the 60s, Leave it to Beaver. I mean, I watched him when he was a little kid growing up, you know. B- Natalie b- Schaefer. Yeah, Natalie Schaefer. There yeah, yeah. Sorry. She's dead, too. They're all dead. Yep. Everybody's dying. So now everybody on Leave it to Beaver's dead except Beaver. That's right. Tony Dow passed away today at the age of 77. When are we going to eat? The beaver and me are getting hungry. Wally, the beaver and I are getting hungry. Yeah, I guess we're all getting hungry. <laughs> Wally God, was great. So bad. No, but he was great. I mean, everybody wanted to have him as a big brother because, you know, he was, he was there for you if he needed to, to be and he could protect you and he had girlfriends and, you know. What's a cotillion? It's what snobs call a dance. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> now, Barbara Billingsley, who made a great appearance in the airplane movie, right? Talking jive <laughs> right. to the brothers. <laughs> yeah. She was great. Now, it was always like this. Uh, uh, it went... Leave it to Beaver! With Barbara Billingsley. Hugh Beaumont. Tony Dow and Jerry Mathers as the beaver. Wally, you've got curly hair. Well, I put junk on it, but what can you do? <laughs> so goodbye, Tony Dow. Yep. See you later. Tony. At the age of seventy-seven, which is way too young for an American hero like him to be to be passing on. Is it? Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Barbara Billingsley. Starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, Tony Dow, and, and Jerry, Jerry Mathers, Mathers as the Beaver. As the Beaver. Isn't yeah. that great? Yep. They, they, now, they will be doing a porn movie about this. Um, did you hear about Hope Solo? Hope Solo? Yes, the, uh, yeah. Former U.S. women's national team goalkeeper? Goalkeeper, yes. She was uh, arrested back in the end of March. Oh. DUI? Yeah, DWI. Yeah, she was out cold in her car with her two kids in the car. Three times over what I call the mutt limit, which is .08. (laughs) She was three... Three times she was at point two four blood alcohol level, and you know she's this national heroine, hero, hero, hero. Yep. And she has uh, uh, the kids in a car, and so they the reckless endangerment of the children and all this uh, stuff. That's terrible. Yeah. So she got in trouble for that, and they just sentenced her to, uh, I don't know, like a couple of months of whatever. But I thought that I thought that was pretty good, you know, because uh, it's not often that that people get their comeuppance. That is true. You know, and me? She, I, she gets a 30-day sentence. Right. That's come down and... She'll complete that sentence. Yeah. Unlike Mike Tyson, he didn't complete any of his sentences. <laughs> uh, Hope Solo, DWI. So she's in prison. Now, uh, here's the thing. What is it? My best chance to get a little extracurricular bing, bang, boom is to, is to uh, get it in a women's prison. 
But Raditz told me one time that I couldn't get laid in a women's prison with a fistful of pardons. He told me that. <laughs> and I think he meant it. But Hope Solo, well, she's going to be solo for a while, for at least 30 days. Uh, I mean, she's in, is she going to be in, uh, what do you call it, uh, confinement, solitary? Solitary confinement. confinement. We wish her well. Yeah, no, we do. I, yeah. I'm kidding. I don't, have, I don't wish her any I know. No hate on this show, Mike. Never. No, and if there is any, it's just it's a disguise for, for true love. And if anyone would like to comment on the Planet Mikey podcast, they can. <laughs> Planet Mikey podcast at gmail.com or That's at, it. at Planet Mikey That's on, it. on Twitter. Now, Matt Gates, on the other hand, he's taking a lot of shit. Why? Because he, he, the anti-abortion people that were picketing him, oh, yeah. he said something like, why is it that all the women that are picketing anti, uh, you know, um, picketing people who are anti-abortion are are girls that you would never want to ever ever have sex with anyway? <laughs> he said they're fi- they're five two, three hundred fifty pounds, and he's fat shaming them basically. He was, yep. And they said, "What would what would you say if people told you they were disturbed by your comments?" He said, "I'd tell them be be disturbed." There you go. Yeah, wow, that guy. He's. Yeah, they were kicking him around for a while. I yeah. think he's starting to kick back. Yeah, I um, I think that uh, there's the, the overpriced. Uh, I should get Kirk Minahan on the phone for this one. What is it? You know what Bruce Springsteen's charging for tickets to see? Did you hear this? Today? I did hear about this I heard today. This, too. this is insane. Thousand dollars for a ticket to see Bruce? No, wouldn't do it. What? Four thousand dollars? I saw him when he was good back in the seventies. I did too. Yep. I saw him in New Haven. It was an hour and a half show. It was unbelievable. It, he just kept it was going. Great. Yep. But I, I think I paid twenty six dollars, maybe, maybe less, yeah. for that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four thousand dollars. Now I saw Paul McCartney at Fenway. It was one hundred and ten, mm-hmm. and I was you know far, far away. I saw him at the Boston Garden, and it was a little bit more than. That. It's Paul McCartney, and you know that, and I, and I still said, wow, that's a really expensive ticket. Yeah. You know, but four thousand dollars. I know. Give me a break. Who's going to pay that? Bruce has become one. People of them. will. That's why they can charge it. Yeah, that's why they can get away with it. Well, you People better will. That's right. You better go hope solo to that concert, or you're going to have eight thousand dollars. You're going to have to pay. You bring a date with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that ain't no good. Uh, and I don't know why Bruce thinks he's worth that much. I don't know who who sets the ticket prices for him. I, I mean, it, will people actually pay that? I guess. I think Ticketmaster's just going market prices. So whatever they were going to get on the aftermarket, they're trying to just get their piece of that. All the Democrats will go see him. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. why? Because because he's he's a working man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, exactly. He's a man of the people. Hold on. I detected a note of hatred in there. No, I don't hate Bruce Springsteen. I think he's fine. He's, but you know, I had an argument with Kirk Minahan one time about who's better musician, uh, Bruce Springsteen or Paul McCartney. You know, it was it was insane. He was, there's no way he's going to win statistically. Paul McCartney's got 300 great songs, and Bruce has 10 hmm. or 15, maybe. You know what I mean? Uh, and, it's and, what Bruce re- represents, I think. Well, and Bruce did an album every three years or so. Remember how long we waited for the River? Like three years, and here it comes. Oh, it's a double album. Yeah, but it's only got two good songs on it. <laughs> you know, it's the River, and it's oh. polluted. McCartney used to do two albums a year, and every song was good, you know? Anyway. For comments on the Planet Mikey podcast, (laughs) it's planetmikeypodcast at gmail.com. Bring them on, man. Um, What else you got there, Mike? You got a stack of papers? Well, yeah, I got a little bit more just for this is actual true. This is like, uh, what would this be? 
educational information for people to see where, how far we've prog- progressed. All right, let's go back 50, 60 years. Ready? Okay, go ahead. 60 years. John F. Kennedy was the president. It was 1962. Yep. 60 years ago today, LBJ was his vice president. The population of America was 188 million. Life expectancy, 70 years. Uh, the cost of a new home, $18,000. Mm-hmm. This is 1963? 62. 62. The cost of a stamp to mail a letter, four cents. The cost of a gallon of gas, 31 cents. The cost of a dozen eggs, 54 cents. And a gallon of milk, 49 cents. Now, let's go forward 10 years. Ready? Mm-hmm. 1972, Richard Nixon's president. 209 million people in this country. Average expectancy life is it goes up a year seventy one oh that's nice life is good uh, cost of a new house thirty thousand dollars wow it went up that much in ten years woo uh, cost of a stamp ten cents cost of gas thirty six cents things are going up and this is traditionally the way inflation is it's slow it develops things cost more in the long run eggs were fifty two cents let's go forward ten more years to nineteen eighty two Ronald Reagan. Well, 231 million people. 74 years life expectancy. Wow. Average house cost, 83900 Boy, did it jump, That's huh? a nice jump, yeah. Uh, gallon of gas up to a buck 30. Cost of a stamp, 20 cents. Dozen eggs? That's my... I always go with a dozen eggs to compare eras. That was good. 84 cents. Mm. Still affordable. Then t- 90 uh, to George Bush... 254 million people. This country's getting bigger. Cost of a new home, $144,000. Holy shit. It almost doubled. Stamps, 29 cents. Eggs, 93 cents. Oh, God. Now, what do you think it is now for a a dozen eggs? Cage-free in Massachusetts. (laughs) $389. (laughs) $3.89 for Average cost of a house, $300,000. I mean... I mean, this is what gasoline. Oh, it's not thirty-nine cents a gallon. It's not a dollar ten. It's four dollars and fifty-nine cents. <laughs> where, where are we heading down the wrong road here, or what? Mm-hmm. This is no. It's troubling to me because it's along with that goes the national debt, and as the national debt gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and it really, really grew during the George W. Bush, Obama, Trump, Trump, yep. and pff, clearly now too. Under the Biden administration, it's just it's got a, it's out of control. We pay more in interest than the national debt was in total back in these eras of these earlier presidents, 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 POTUS. You know, yeah. it's like I believe it's POTI. Oh, that's right. That would be Ben. Is it? Is it really? I don't know. The like everything I say on this show, I'm just making it up. POTI. So if you have two uh, uh, male organs, you're, they're peni. Yes. Are, Are they? they? Yeah. That's science. That's right. That's true. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to Google it? See, I'm glad we're on Bill's computer here. You know what you call a photographer at a peni party? <laughs> what? Whippersnapper. <laughs> All right, we got. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Oh. I got to get out of here. I got a song, though. I got to get the hell out of here. I got things to do, people to see, places to go, oh people to hate, drugs to take, things to smoke. Papa's that papa. Poop it's it called Defalia. What is? <laughs> Uh, wait a minute, hold on, seriously? Yeah, De- 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 is a genetic condition present in birth in which a person has two penises. 
So you could actually take on twin sisters without even uh, <laughs> changing your pants. Make mine a double. Seriously? Me. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Google's Two wonderful Wouldn't place. that be double jointed? <laughs> Play the music. Play the music. Let's get out of here. I got to go. I guess it's summertime. <laughs> Joe, Jerry, get in here. Whatever you say, Mike. I love the talking heads, Joe. Heard of a van that's loaded with weapons, packed up and ready to go. I heard of some grave sites out by the highway, a place where nobody knows. The sound of gunfire off in the distance. I'm getting used to it now. Lived in a brownstone, lived in a ghetto. I've lived all over this town. This ain't no party, Joe. This ain't no disco. This ain't no fooling around. At Shaw's! No time for dancing or lovey-dovey. I ain't got time for that now. Transmit the message to the receiver. Hope for an answer someday. I've got three passports, a couple of visas. You don't even know my real name. It's Joe. High on a hillside, the trucks are loading, everything's ready to roll. I sleep in the daytime, I work in the nighttime, I might not ever get home, Joe. This ain't no party, this ain't no disco, this ain't no fooling around. This ain't no mud club or CBGB, I ain't got time for that now. see David Byrne live in concert, Joe? He's got those big shoulder pad suits. He's kind of a nut. He's a kook, Joe. Heard about Houston. Heard about Detroit. Heard about Pittsburgh, PA. You ought to know not to stand by the window. Somebody sees you up there. I got some groceries and Shaw some peanut butter to last a couple of days. Ain't got no speakers, ain't got no headphones, ain't got no records to play. Why stay in college? Why go to night school? Gonna be different this time. Can't write a letter, can't send a postcard. I ain't got time for that now. Oh yeah, trouble in transit. Got through the roadblock. We blended in with the crowd. We got computers. We're tapping phone lines. And Joe just farted real loud. We dress like students. We dress like housewives or in a suit and a tie. You love that housewife stuff. I changed my hairstyle so many times now, Joe. I, I don't know what I look like now. Oh yeah, you make me shiver, True. I feel so tender make a pretty good team. Don't get exhausted. Pour out some jello. I'll give you some of my whipped cream. Anything for a rhyme, Troop, huh? Anything for a rhyme. Fuck off, Joe.